Welcome back, all of you listeners, to In The Know, the best podcast possibly in the world. Today we've got Jeff Kearns. Hello everybody, I'm Nate Wright, joined by the one and only Jeff Kearns. Jeff, how are you? I'm fantastic. I love these podcasts. To be on it is a true honor. It is. I mean, as Anders made known, it is probably the greatest podcast in the world, but even if it's not, we definitely know it's the greatest podcast in Gleed. Oh, we for sure. Are unmatched in Gleed, America. But moving on, let me ask some questions. Jeff, what do you love about being a youth pastor? I love being a youth pastor because you're working with teenagers, and teenagers are very, I think they're gracious, they're forgiving, they're curious, and they're energetic. Uh, I love being able to do life experiences with teenagers. So being able to take a kid fishing or hiking or shooting or some kind of activity that they might not otherwise be afforded to be able to share those first experiences with kids uh, is just a lot of fun. Very rewarding. Now, you are an expert in many areas of activity when it comes to youth. I mean, you already mentioned quite a few, but there's one you didn't mention that I want to dig into dirt biking. Ah. How did you get into dirt biking and what do you enjoy currently concerning dirt biking? There were several families at my last church who enjoyed dirt bikes. And so I would spend time with them doing things that they loved. And then I got into it that way. And the lead pastor at my last church really got into it. Um, he acquired a lot of dirt bikes and said, Jeff, you're the youth pastor. I got a garage full of dirt bikes. Here's a key to the garage. If you want to use any of these bikes to go bring kids into church or the ministry or to spend time with teenagers, uh, you can use these as a resource to build relationships. So from there, it just took off. So to be able to go shooting or hunting or dirt biking or float the river or hike a mountain or do those kind of things, anything that affords a good conversation with a teenager on a shared life experience has been a, a meaningful strategy for me as a youth pastor. Now, you've talked about dirt biking in context of youth ministry. What about family? Does your family enjoy dirt biking? My kids are coming of age where they're able to ride, and we have bought them a little bike that fits them. And a 50? A uh, little Honda 50. That's correct. Man, you've taught me so much that I can even <laughs> I'm so say that. I'm so proud of you. I know. <laughs> Gotta, gotta get you out even more. 50. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So they ride and it's a high risk thing, dirt biking. So I don't want to push them into it or I don't want them to just do it because I do it. I want them to choose yeah. it because they yes. like it. So uh, the opportunity is there. And when they want to go, we take them. And my youngest son, the three-year-old, he probably has the most passion for the dirt oh, bike so far. Okay. He'll okay. say, dad, I want to go to the garage and see the dirt bikes. And uh, the other two older kids aren't as interested as he is, but Interesting. he'll be Interesting. my riding buddy. Yep. Now, Molly, does she enjoy dirt biking? she was against it at first okay because understandable of the dangers yes. yep she didn't want to be uh raising a husband as a vegetable uh, so to speak yeah, she wanted yeah. me to help her with the raising of our children but she has since come around and she sees my safety practices now okay which has won a lot of her support so we've got a dirt bike for her in the garage as well and she's gone on it and she does oh, quite excellent. well yeah you know, one of the great experiences that the pastors of NBC have had is when we rode one of your dirt bikes 
in the pasture at my house. Do you remember that? That I was do. a great moment. I do. It was a great moment. I remember Matt Cobb sitting on the back of a Honda 50 <laughs> with Brian Elliott driving and uh, yeah. just picture a big Sasquatch of a man on a little tiny bike with Matt Cobb flying on the back seat with a big grin on his face. It was uh, no, it was quite a, a sight to behold. You and Molly took a ride together <laughs> yep. and then yep. my daughter Cosette loved it. Yep. She got on a bike. Yeah. And were you the one that drove her around? I, you did and then I drove myself ah, yes. which was... Uh, interesting experience <laughs> you did great i did great i enjoy it. you know i would like to do it more it's just one of those things though the truth is i'm just not gonna buy a dirt bike yeah you know it's like snowmobiling i think snowmobiling is fantastic i've been one time it's one of the most beautiful things i've done yeah but i'm not gonna buy a snowmobile several members of NBC are into snowmobiling and yeah. dirt biking and it's nice to share a culture with people in this your is where the lack of handiness really oh it's it's a discouragement in these areas jeff but you are very handy you're able to fix things you you look them up you study youtube you get it done so well, i applaud you. you for all these activities you not only do with the youth of our church but families as well yeah, yeah something i like about youth too to go back to that first question they're very pliable uh if we are yes. the potter and he uh he is the potter and we are the clay got that backwards there uh, i love that kids are moldable and so to be able to help shape their worldview according to biblical truth yeah. while they're young enough i feel like i'm really investing into their lives and their future definitely definitely now thinking of the scriptures We've been looking at the miracles of Jesus for quite a while in Matthew chapters 8 and 9. So it doesn't have to be for Matthew chapters 8 and 9, but what would you say? Hey, when I read the scriptures and I read of Jesus' miracles, here's a miracle that just really stands out that I wish, oh man, I wish I was there or this is just incredible. I wish I would have been in the boat when Jesus came out walking on water and Ooh. then to see Peter walk on the water to him. Yeah. Uh, I know there's a lot of popular music that talk about that story too. It <laughs> seems to be trending right now, yes. but that's probably one of my all-time okay. favorite parables Okay, so Jesus. Jesus walking out to the boat, they yep. think he's a ghost, and yep. then Peter comes to him walking on the water. Yep. I mean, because usually we only say Jesus is the only one to walk on water, but the truth is Peter did as well. Yeah. Obviously by the power of Christ, but he still did it. Yeah. And I, I mean, usually we just disparage him for oh he could have done better but yeah. hey how many of us would have the faith just to even get out of the boat yeah i would answer that question too by the recognizing how jesus taught it was your faith that made you well mm -hmm. or his mm -hmm. emphasis on the faith of the people in mm -hmm. him through his miracles through mm -hmm. his healings mm -hmm. and all he has to do is say the word and they would be healed and just the faith that people yeah. had in who he yeah. was okay how about an old testament narrative yeah. Um, I love G I love David's uh, speech to Goliath right before Ooh, he beats him down. Yeah. And I love Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego yeah. in front of King Nebi, how they just tell yeah. him I like that King <laughs> Nebi. Even, even if you, you know, King Nebi would have thrown you in the fire. Yeah, for calling he probably would have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, King, you know, we don't need to answer you in this way. Yeah, isn't but, that, uh, oh. uh, their faith in the Lord yeah. to save them. And even if he yeah. didn't save them, they were still going to worship him. Their yeah. resolve to obey their, their Lord no, was you have chosen inspirational. Two fantastic Ooh. narratives from the Old Testament. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, David's speech is incredible. His faith yeah. as a young man. And then yeah. Shadrach, Meshach, and Benigo were probably pretty young themselves. Yep. I mean, standing up to the most yep. powerful ruler on earth at that time with yep. in the fire facing him. That's, yeah. Incredible demonstrations of faith by the grace of God, for sure. Yeah. So, Jeff, moving on, you know what? Speaking of food. Food. 
What is your favorite place to eat at with the staff at Memorial Bible Church? Oh, it's a toss-up. Can Ooh, I can I say two again? To yeah, you can question? say two. All right, I love uh, Los Primos and Sila for Ooh, their tacos. Yeah, yeah. They if do you don't know that place, job. people, you need to go there. Support them, please. Love it. And the age-old Laredo in yeah. Natchez. Uh, the yeah. Ranger Burger is a little bit too much for me, so I tend to go for the Deputy Burger. It's a little oh, really? smaller, a little lighter. Do you but, go plain uh, or do you have bacon, bacon and cheese? Oh, you okay. got to load it up. <laughs> no onion, cut in half right there. If you ever want to surprise me in the office, bring me a Laredo Burger. That'd oh, yeah. That's just wonderful. Okay, what, what do you go at? Tater tots, onion rings, or fries? Oh, I stick with fries. Okay, okay. And with shake? Do you get a shake there? Uh, typically not. Not a big shake guy. Okay. In the you, winter, you, you I normally like get a peppermint. Pepsi. You're a Pepsi guy. I am. Guy. I'm a Pepsi loyalist. Yes. Okay. Of all the Pepsi products, which is your favorite? Oh, I was a Mountain Dew guy for years. Yeah. And since coming to NBC the last two and a half years, I've switched over to a lot of Dr. Pepper. Is it true though, that when you go to a restaurant, you ask if they have Pepsi or Coke products? <laughs> that That is true. And if they don't have Pepsi products I'll and get they a have water. some, a far superior product, <laughs> product that you get water. Okay. I'll probably get a water. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's amazing. I'm a and that's, snob. that's because you worked for Pepsi. I did, yeah, about almost two years. Two years. Now, yeah. what does that mean you worked for Pepsi? In what role? Oh, I was a merchandiser. So I went to the stores and brought out the product from the back rooms and stocked the shelves and rotated the inventory and prepared everything for the salesman to come in and write the orders. Okay, okay. And then you went straight into youth ministry from yes. Pepsi. Yep, I went straight into Pepsi to pastor. Yep, Pepsi to pastor. Wow. And now you've been at Memorial Bible well. Church after many years at Highland Community Church, wonderful church. You've been yep. at Memorial for two and a half two years. And, a half years. and I love it here. I love the preaching of God's word here. Uh, I love the way that the elder board and the leadership is leading and the culture that they're establishing here at NBC. I love the unity of the body that mm. we've experienced. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I just am so thankful to be here. It's been a wonderful fit. Well, we are glad you are here. We're thankful you're here. It's amazing because you grew up here. Yes. Unique opportunity having grown up in this church and then yeah. gone away to Canada to Prairie Bible College and lived in Oregon for a while and then back to Pepsi and at uh, Highland for 15 years to really get some experience in ministry and then to come back as an adult. Yeah. Is a really you are like treat. the prodigal son. Ah, yeah. You really are. <laughs> My mother would say, "You just had a lot of energy, Jeff." She looked at it very favorably. So appreciate that. Wow! Wow! Go, now, Mom. okay, your parents. Yep. They live in Yakima. They do. And you have a sister as well. Yes, I do. She was my favorite toy growing up. Okay. She's two years younger than I am. Uh, she's a sweetheart. She also lives in Yakima. Okay. She works here in town. Okay. Uh, very successful. She's she's okay. doing great. And. Do you still go on hunting, fishing trips with your dad? Is that still a thing? We do. The Kearns boys? Yeah, we have family that live in Southern California. So my father's invited me on several trips with him and my uncle Bob from Arizona. Okay. And uh, this last year I departed from that tradition and I got tired of shooting deer on private property in California. Okay. So we were going to go to Montana. And, yeah, uh, here we go. Here's yeah, the story, here people. We go. <laughs> I ended up shooting a deer on private property in Montana, <laughs> of all things. Yeah, we were supposed to go to eastern Montana, mm -hmm. but a blizzard came through Montana, so we went to north central Montana instead, and that was where we got stuck in the same blizzard. So. And if I'm correct, the trailer that you guys were supposed to stay in <laughs> is still in Montana, it covered is still by there, snow. Covered with snow, yep. So, which we joke about it now, but 
at the time, it was a harrowing experience. Yeah, it was. There were some concerns throughout the whole ordeal, but we had enough provisions that we were okay. And there was enough deer on the private yeah, property to kill to well, eat for a couple of months. We were able to get cell reception so we could call for help because our whole endeavor did require a rescue. And I've never needed rescue on any of my adventures up to this point. Wow. So some would say I'm not adventuring hard enough. But this one was no. This sounds was this enough was for the me. real deal. Yeah. So, what is your favorite type of animal to hunt? Um, boy, I'd just say deer. Okay. They're okay. a much lighter animal. An elk is an intimidating animal. You need a couple guys to pack what about an, coyote? an elk out. Uh, I'll go small game hunting, coyote, yeah. or or maybe even some squirrel up in the mountains. I don't eat squirrel. them. Squirrel. Don't eat the squirrel. I've never heard of someone shooting a squirrel. Yeah. And they eat it. Some do. If you've ever watched Duck Dynasty, those boys seem to really love yeah, that's their Louisiana. squirrels. That's a different part of the world. <laughs> I'm so. not so much into squirrels. Nope. Wow. Now, is there any animal that you have yet to hunt that you would like to hunt? Oh, great question. Man, um, I'm satisfied staying close to home and just hunting for deer. That makes me happy. So Really? Yeah. So a bear, a cougar, no, a no, wolf? Maybe a cougar. I, I, if a I'm Neanderthal? In the woods and I saw a cougar. <laughs> Sasquatch. Yeah, there we go. Bigfoot. What about a Nephilim? A Nephilim. A lot of debate I, about what that even is. I'd probably get freaked out, out if I saw a Nephilim. Yep. So, yeah. Jeff, you've lived in Yakima your whole life. Besides when you went to Prairie Bible College and you were in Oregon for, for a, a little short while. time. Yep. What, what, last question. What is one thing that you really enjoy, or you could say a couple, that you really enjoy about living in Yakima, residing in Yakima? I love that Yakima has four distinct seasons. Mm. I love the snow yeah. in the winter yeah. and White Pass and snowboarding. Uh, I love the heat of the summer and floating the Yakima River uh, or hiking or camping or any of those activities, obviously dirt biking. I love where we are in relationship to the Columbia River. Oh. We have access to a lot of great uh, fishing areas for, yes. uh, for salmon or steelhead. Uh, we just live in a paradise, I think. I love it here. Amen. Amen. That is Jeff Kearns, Associate Pastor of Youth and Memorial Bible Church. You're very kind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we love you. We are oh, grateful you're here. Great. We're so glad the prodigal son has returned to NBC. And if you would like to come to NBC on Sunday morning at 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., or 11 a.m., please make sure to sign up for a spot on the NBC website, nbcyakima.com, and we'll see you soon. Take care.